What's up to all my freelancers and creators out there? This is Nathan with another episode of Freelance Jumpstart TV. And in this episode, we're gonna get into value-based pricing part three. So just looking at things, how did we get here? How did we get to part three of value-based pricing and why did I have to break it into three parts? Simply put, value-based pricing is a process and it's the process in which you begin to focus on the value you're providing instead of just quoting a price, instead of a flat rate, instead of an hourly rate, instead of negotiating with someone, you set the price based upon the value you provide. So if the value of your service has a return of 10,000, you don't just charge by the hour, you charge something close to, or something that's reflective of 10,000. You may charge seven, eight, something of that nature, right? So it all depends upon the value you bring to the table. So in part one, we looked at understanding the problem, the fact that you're really gonna have to uncover and understand what the business problem is if you're really going to use and implement value-based pricing. And once you understand the problem, then you know what you're actually solving for. So the first part, as I mentioned, is understanding the problem. The second part, we dove into how to understand the cost. Not only the cost of what it's gonna be to the client for you to do the work, but the cost as far as evaluating your time and evaluating the different solutions that will work best. So you're evaluating the cost of your fees, you're evaluating the cost of your time and what it takes for you to present the solution, but you're also evaluating what is it going to cost the client on two ends. What is it gonna cost them if they don't fix this problem, but also what is it gonna cost them monetarily? Then the last part, which is why we're here now, which is part three, and that is presenting the solution. This is the part that we've been building up to, the part in which you've done all the research, you've looked into different things, and you've finally gotten to the point to where you want to present the solution to the client. But there's a certain way to do that to make sure all the research you did, all the investments you did, all the time you took to really craft a solution that's tailor-made to the client, there's a certain way that you need to present in order to get it to work. And we're gonna talk about that right now. The first thing you're going to want to do is to set up a follow-up meeting. So you had the initial meeting to where you ask questions to uncover value. Then you might have had a follow-up meeting with them to really ask deeper questions about their business, trying to find out how much money they make in a month, how much money they make in a week, what does it cost or how much income do they get per client or per lead. Or if it's not monetary or financial, you may ask certain questions about website traffic or overall brand perception. It just varies depending upon why they asked you or why did they come to you in the first place, but you're really gonna build off of all of that. So you're to the point to where you're going to set up another meeting because you wanna present the solution, but you don't just wanna present it to them and say, hey, this is what I have for you. There's a certain way you need to go about it, but you also wanna take the time to walk them through the logic of how each solution is going to solve the original problem that you defined in the first meeting. So reach out to them, schedule the meeting, but going into this meeting, you must first be very confident. You must believe what you have to offer in the solution that you created is very valuable, 
but it actually has to be valuable. So if you really uncover this in the first part, then you know what's important to them. You know what they really want. You know what they're really looking for. So make sure just to be confident that this is going to work. Any uncertainty may make the client think that moving forward with this is a risk because they may be paying more than what they normally pay. So you really want to speak with confidence, speak with boldness, and just trust that you could actually do a good job for them. In the second part, I mentioned that you wanted to have two solutions, not one, but two. And one of the reasons for that is what we're about to get into now. You want to present these two solutions and you want to walk them through how they work. If you remember, one solution is going to involve you doing custom work. It probably would be more of a time investment for you, but it's where you're really going to solve the problem for the client and really take the time and give them exactly what they need to be successful. So that is going to be what I would call the primary offer. And normally that's a little more costly. Uh, the second solution you're going to present, I'm going to call that the secondary offer, is something that may not be a huge time requirement on your end, but it's something that still speaks to and addresses the business problem that the client outlined, and you want to present that as well. So, you know, schedule the meeting, set everything up, be confident, but get to the point to where you say, I have these two solutions that I'm comfortable with presenting. And now I want to move into the meeting and this is what I'm going to cover. With your two solutions in hand, you need to present this to the client. The best way to do that is through a proposal. So a proposal is you writing out what you plan to do and what you're proposing to do for the client once they agree, because after they agree, the next step is to actually do the work. Similar to how the order of these videos went, that's the same order which you want to take in writing the proposal. So first off, you want to state back to the client what the exact problem is. And here's the advantage. You can use the exact same words that they mentioned to you earlier, right? So if you're taking good notes in that first meeting, repeat this back to the person so that they can read it and understand and see this is the problem. This is what I told them. This is what was said. So now I know that the person who's going to be working with me understands my problem and they can relate. After restating what the problem is, then you want to follow up in the proposal and talk about what the actual solution is. So you restate the problem and now you say, here's how you solve that problem. And you go into detail of how you can address every problem they laid out and reduce the risk in the client's mind and show them and build confidence that this is going to work. This is the exact opposite of the problem you mentioned. So if you have a problem saying people can't find me online, they search on Google and they can't find me. And that's the type of work you did for a client. Then when you're presenting the solution, you, you say, this is how someone will be able to discover you online. This is the process in which you can rank higher in Google and eventually show up in a certain amount of time. So you pretty much speak directly to the answer to whatever the problem was, present the solution. So after writing and saying what the solution statement is, then you talk more detail about how exactly you're going to accomplish that solution and the options that the customer has. So for example, you can say option one, you wanted to rank higher in Google. This is what I would recommend. I recommend that you have a brand new website, one that's a more SEO focused. Um, you're going to have to also create content for that. So I'm going to work with you to create the most popular pages or the most popular type of content you need to create in order to rank higher in Google. And as an added bonus, I'm going to help you with a content management plan to write out and map out different things you need to do, different influencers you need to connect with online, and just other things you can do and put into practice to 
build up your following online and gain more website visitors and more notoriety. So that could be an option that you're presenting. Now, as I mentioned, you want to go in with two options for the client. So you switch their mind from making a decision saying yes or no to making a choice between which choice do I want to choose. So you increase your chances of keeping this particular client. So for the second option, as I mentioned, this may be something that is a little less as far as, as far as the cost, it doesn't cost as much and it's still relevant. So you may say, uh, based upon what you asked of me and you wanting to rank higher on Google, I'm going to recommend that you do, you set up a website and you try to reach people just simply by blogging. And perhaps you just present them with a list of topics of what they can blog about and you may edit or proofread it or you may go through a process to which you help them see what content is more popular than the other. So those are, could be the two options that you present. Following up on those two different options and presenting those, you're going to also state what the price of each option is. So in order to do so, your rate, whatever it is that you develop, the cost of it is going to be, you know, the sum of how long it takes you to do the work, uh, what is the return on investment to the client? Also, you know, is there any type of future time you're going to rework with the client or is this just a one-time deal and you're going to send them off on their way? There may be other things you can bill on a recurring basis based upon their needs. So for example, if you build a new website or you lay out an SEO plan, they're going to need some type of insights. They're going to need some type of coaching over multiple months. So that's also something that you can add in there. But whatever price you quote is going to be you know, a sum of all those things put together. And you may say based upon the work I'm going to do, the hours I'm going to put in and the return you want to see in your business is going to be this amount. And as I mentioned, this is the primary offering, so it should be more. Uh, for the secondary offering, you could say it's similar to the primary, but because I'm not doing as much and I'm more so an advisor after I get your blog set up and you really want to rise in Google again, this is based upon you know what you said you needed but it's a little less costly so if this is ten thousand maybe this is five thousand maybe it's seven thousand as i mentioned it's all a sum on the actual work you're doing assuming that you know how to value your time already now that you've proposed two options you attach the price to them you know sit there and allow the client to make a decision they may not make the decision right there and then they may need some time to think about it but the one thing you want to do after doing all of that and giving them an actual price is once again, remind them of how each option can get a return for their business and anchor the price in that return. So if the first one was, you know, Hey, this is going to be $10,000. This is the work I'm going to do. Tell them and show them based upon what you told me is important or based upon what you said the value of a visitor is or based upon what you told me the value of a new customer and new lead is, you know, what I'm charging you is only, you know, 10% of what you will make in a year or 10% of what you'll make in a month. So when you frame the price, that's how you need to frame it. You need to say, this is $10,000, which will be paid off in two months based upon everything working. The same thing for option two. This is based on option two. I said it's $5,000. This is the work I'm going to do. I'm going to consult, coach you, do whatever it is I need to do. But also this is only, you know, 10%, 5% 
of your annual income you're going to make. So this will have a return in your business and it's not really costing you that much. So that's how you need to frame it. Frame it in whatever their terms in and whatever they feel is important. Because at the end of the day, you want this whole process of value-based pricing to be an investment to them. They're investing in their business. They're investing in themselves. It's not simply an expense, just like something else. Oh, I need a flyer. Let me get a flyer. $50, here you go. And then you never know if the flyer really worked or not. You know, that's not value-based pricing. What we're talking about here is strictly return on investment, but also the fact that they need to invest in their business. And you need to see yourself and your services as an investment, not just a job you do for a client. That's the whole process of value-based pricing. You know, just talking to someone, understanding what their problem is, you know, fully counting the cost, asking them more questions about their business, and then presenting and giving them options and pricing it accordingly. That's the whole process. Now, I will admit it can be a lot more intricate and there's a lot more things you can do in the client relations section to where you're talking to them and really finding out and you're partnering with them to get it done. There's a lot more you can do, but I just wanted to condense it down as much as I can to these three videos just so you can get it and you can understand. As always, thank you for taking the time to check out this video. Um, there is show notes for this particular episode, so you can go here, look at those particular show notes, read them. Uh, I put a couple more concrete examples in there of how you can anchor the price based upon what type of business they have. So check out those notes. If you haven't already subscribed, uh, we have a few more videos on pricing and then we'll be moving on to some other things. But I just thank you for checking out this video, uh, traveling with me along this far, uh, as I mentioned. And until the next one, I will catch you later. See ya.